Hello, hello, sales fellows. Fastest way to learn sales podcast number 80. Welcome to the show, guys and girls, and let's begin. As usual, we're going to start with a motivational quote to get our energy levels higher and followed by the main content of the show. And today's quote that I'm sharing with you, this celebrity, this personality is well known, doesn't need much introduction. Dalai Lama, Dalai Lama once said, when you talk, you are only repeating what you already know. But if you listen, you may learn something new. How cool is that? Let's rewind and digest. When you talk, you are only repeating what you already know. But if you listen, you may learn something new. Now, my sales fellows, that is amazing. That is great. That is huge. In fact, this is how simply someone can tell you to listen, right? And learn. Listen and learn. We all talk about that. So we only talk about things that we know. But if we sometimes sit down and listen to our customers, our family members, our peers, anybody around us, we may learn something more from them. And it is super true in a sales environment when we are especially in front of our customer. As we all know, we are discussing consultative selling and eight steps to consultative selling, by the way. And today we're going to be discussing, which is going to be the topic of the show as well, step number three and step number four. Step number three is too short and sweet, so I wanted to just maybe, you know, make this into one episode rather than having two different episodes called, you know, seriously, number third, which is gain commitment, doesn't really have, um, doesn't really have much to add. Um, it is a critical step, but very simple, very straightforward. So let's rewind ourselves a little bit. Let's take a step back and see uh, our step number one was building rapport, which is just making, you know, connection based on industry knowledge. Uh, then we had setting context you know, explaining the purpose of the meeting. We did that. Now we're going to get to step number three, which is gaining commitment. And gaining commitment is basically asking permission from the customer on three key things, okay? So the number one thing you want to confirm with the customer is the time. In your email, maybe in your phone call, when you started, when you decided to set this meeting up, you may have said, you know, this meeting is going to maybe take 30 minutes, maybe an hour, whatever time it takes you to present. And you are just confirming that here in step number three, saying, do we still have 30 minutes or do we still have 60 minutes that we discussed? You know, most of the time you're going to get yes, but some of the time the customer will say, you know what, I have a 10 o'clock and, you know, it's already 9.05, so keep it short, give them extra five minutes to, so that they can leave for and get ready for the next appointment. So, you know, just again, respect their time. Uh, second step or a second thing to confirm in step number three is confirm and ask if it is okay to ask questions. Now, this is, again, a permission you're taking from your customer to ask questions. Why do you do that? Why do you want to do that? You want to do this so that you come across again as a consultant, right? Consultative selling. You are going to ask questions. You're going to sound like a consultant. You are going to be a consultant. You're going to not going to just come in and show your presentation 
and bada bing bada boom right no i don't know i've heard that so many times that's why i use that um and the third thing you want to confirm in step number three is ask them if it is okay to take notes for you to take notes uh, most of the people will be like yeah and you know what when i do this when i do this when i ask them um permission for taking notes they actually will get more engaged and give me more value in valuable information and make sure that i'm writing it and some of them will say make sure you write this one down what i'm telling you now trust me that happens in my in my sales meetings if i follow my steps and now i'm i'm saying you know what it 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 has to become part of your dna for you to really really follow all these steps without missing one and um i did an episode before where i did miss a step and my whole meeting was lopsided and i didn't really get any any anywhere with that meeting and um so once you get better you definitely will follow the rules and the steps not the rules sorry the steps now that's that's it step 3 is very simple confirm the time confirm if it is okay to ask questions and if it is okay to take notes that's it you gain commitment from the customer and it's a business focused meeting and you get on with your game okay now my favorite step is coming up my favorite step which is step number 4 it is called perform discovery perform discovery this is where you must have done your prep before this is where you may have done um a little bit of research that's going to come and help you this is where you are prepared to ask open ended questions this is where you are prepared to ask hard questions this is where you are showing that you are a super super you know super consultant uh, not just a salesperson to this business because you are so engaged so involved and you know their industry you're asking those questions that will bring out the information and just like dalai lama says you're going to actually ask and listen so that you can learn more about your customer when they will talk they will give you great insights to their business which you can leverage into closing your deal later on okay so few few tips here performing discovery prepare your questions that you like to ask in a discovery meeting whatever those questions are uh, based on that customer make sure you have a good set of questions that you ask so if you're presenting anything um Uh, whatever that is you actually have a set of questions that you go through and make sure you're not just moving from question to question to question if if there's uh something uh, you know if there's something that comes up and you want to you don't want to wait uh, and just a- just ask your next question no you actually want to have a conversation af- after you ask one qu- qu- question you know um for example i'm just i'm just throwing this out there you know a marketing example if you are doing a marketing campaign um let's say you're selling google adwords just make it very simple let's say you're selling google adwords to to small businesses to medium businesses right um and they they don't want to do it because they've done it in the past and they failed if you had a good question around it if you did not even ask them so my question would to to them would be have you ever done google adwords for your business before and if they say yes or no even if if they say no i'm like um can i ask you why so i'm going deep into that same question it's just it's just diving uh, d- deep diving into the same thing if they said yes oh awesome great tell me more about it that's it so that's all you're doing in performing discovery you're asking such questions that are making them talk more about 
the topic that you want them to talk about, okay? So you control the conversation, okay? I hope you're getting this uh, perform discovery good. This is the key. If you miss this step, you haven't presented anything. You're probably not gonna even make a sale today. So um, the, second, the second tip that I can give you in performing discovery is, or while you're performing discovery is, um, let's say if they don't wanna do it, right? If they don't wanna uh, invest in Google AdWords, I'm just gonna use that example again. If they say, no, I don't want to use um, use Google AdWords socket, and they, um, at this point, I would actually show them a live example of good, what Google AdWords looked like. I will ask them, okay, tell me one thing that your customer would search with and you would like to show up on, right? And once they do it, I'll be like, now you're not there. That's cost of inaction. That's what you're paying for not being there. That's your cost for inaction. Second thing you can ask them to do, and sometimes I try that with different personalities too, I would actually, I'm selling digital uh, digital marketing, so what I would do with them is I would go in and ask them, I'm like, have you shopped lately online, right? Everyone has, and then they'll be like, yeah, I'm like, what did you buy? Can you, can you just walk me through how, what was your journey like online? And boom, they won't go to page two. They would actually click on first, second, or third, at max, the third result that shows up on the page. They didn't They didn't even go to page two. They refined their search maybe at times to find the link that they were looking for because they're going to, through the same pattern that they searched with before, but they didn't go to page two. So I would be like, Mr. Customer, now you did not have enough t uh, time. You had, sorry, you had enough time right now to go to page two and page 10, page 11. Um, but you did not go down, down that deep looking for that product. What, do you, what makes you think that your customer would actually really dig down just because they know it's you? It's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. So this is what I call let them see it, right? It's a self-discovery. Let them self-discover it. This is what I call it. So then they understand the cost of inaction, that they're not there. Their buying habits, their buying journey, their shopping journey is uh, completely matching with someone who's shopping online the way it is. Then you match it up in this example for, um, for demonstration purposes, and then you move your conversation further. But here in Perform Discovery, you make things exciting. You ask them questions, you make them work a little bit, you show them some examples, and you're just gathering information, you're just doing a complete discovery where this customer is, okay? That's what you're doing. And my, f my favorite piece to this, um, this one is, I ask my, my customers questions, okay? Such questions like, Okay, anything you're selling, I sell services that actually make them more money because if they buy advertising, of course, if it works for them, they're going to they're gonna have better return on investment. So I'm going to give you the same example because it's easy right now for me. Um, so I make a, a quadrant, like four quadrants on my blank piece of paper. I carry a notebook with me and I've asked them to make, you know, if I can make notes. So I will draw a big plus sign in the, uh, on the, in the middle of the page, which gives me four quadrants. Now each quadrant is for a different thing. The first one is their current state. So when I'm asking questions, where they exactly are right now, have they done Google AdWords or advertising now, yes or no, whatever those are, boom, I'm going to write them down there. Then I'm gonna ask them if they tried it, why did they try it? Why did they want to do it? 
Of course, they wanted to expand their business, maybe increase their sales, increase brand awareness, whatever the answer may be, I would now write that down into their desired state, which is the box number two in that quadrant. The second box, the first two boxes. The first one is current state, second one is desired state, okay? Then, in the third, third um, quadrant, I would write D-I-G, which is Decision Influence Group. This will help everyone who's in retail, non-retail, business, uh, B2B, sales environment, anywhere, anywhere you are, okay? This will just be a self-reminder to you as a salesperson sitting in front of a customer and saying, is there anyone else that is involved in this decision or should be involved in this decision making process? Because then this gives them a hint that they will have to make a decision. Then, you know, my wife, I have to show it to my husband. You know, I have to show it to my dad. Th those sort of objections, you can handle them now. Okay, how can we get, get connected with your dad, with your husband, with your wife, your spouse, whatever, right? With your boss in business to business environment. That's where you will write those people's name positions down. I quickly make sure that I have them. Now I know I'm presenting. If they're, if they're not in the room, then I need to reach out to them and actually represent to them in my business environment and make sure that they are on board as well. So these are the decision influence group in that quadrant. I write them down. I ask them. They tell me. I write them down. And that way I know how many approvals do I need, how many people I need on my side before they can actually sign off on what I'm trying to sell them. Okay. And the third, uh, sorry, and the fourth quadrant is very simply is the expectations. Expectations as in, okay, if we move forward with Google AdWords, Plat uh, advertising platform that I, uh, I I'm recommended today. I'm recommending today. Sorry. Um, what would be your expectations from me, from the product, and from my company? So three things, right? Um, you know, three different things. So w what are the expect expectations from you? Do you want me to be here every week? Do you want me to be here every month? Do you want me to be here every year? What do you expect from me, right? How often do you want me to email you? Set those guidelines. Set those guidelines in that fourth quadrant, okay? Then what do you expect from this product that you're purchasing? Uh, for example, when we used to sell shredding services, right? So that's cost saving in time saving, both of them together. Because if you save time of your employees, you're going to get more production out of them. So that's what you would put under the expectations quadrant. And... Um, and selling a car or anything anything like that. Same thing, expectations. Pretend that you've purchased this vehicle, what, what would your expectations would be from this product, from this car, from our dealership, and from me as a, as a, as a consultant, right? So there you go, my sales fellows. We have step three, gain commitment. Very simple, very easy. We don't need to spend much time in it. In a business focus meeting, you're going to ask them if it is okay uh, to take notes, confirm time with them that you've already kind of preset with them, and if it is okay to ask questions and take notes. So those three things, sorry, I keep jumbling this up. So you're going to confirm time with them, confirm if it, if it is okay to ask questions along the way, and take notes. Because... The questions you're going to ask in perform discovery section, which is when you use open-ended question, they give you an answer. 
you deep dive into it, you ask them more questions, and you are discussing that topic that you actually want them to um, to think about. Let them self-discover. Let them see the cost of inaction, okay? If your customer does nothing today, what will happen? Who will lead in that space, okay? And then use the four quadrants. Four quadrants, very, very important because when customers, some customers have asked me, why are you drawing this this four quadrant? What is it all about? I'm like, I'm just finding out what's your current state right now. This is where you are. So for example, if you are a dealership, you're selling 50 cars. My goal, you're telling your goal is 60 cars. I wanna help you get to that desired stage. And you said that you are the decision maker along with you know, a couple other sales managers in the, in the team and your expectations are that this product will help you increase your sales by such and such date by this number and that I would be doing this X amount of work for you at this frequency. So you are just confirming that. And this is where we would move into the next step, which I'm going to discuss in our next, next episode. Once again, thank you so much for tuning in, listening to the podcast. I appreciate, I appreciate every single second of your time. Please like, share, subscribe if you like my work and I will continue producing this content for you so that you and I together become better at selling and enjoying our lives at the same time. Have a wonderful day and I will see you on the next show.